Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. This is Wags, and joining me as always is Dane. Dane, how are you doing tonight, man? Wags, I'm doing awesome. It's uh, free agent season is picking up. We're expecting it to, to launch, you know, here in the, in the coming days. So a really exciting time to be a Packer fan. Yeah, absolutely. And and speaking of free agency, that is exactly the topic that we wanted to dive into here this evening. We've got some recent news here that I'm sure most of y'all out there have heard about already with the Packers, uh, as expected, uh, releasing Jimmy Graham. So they're going to be moving on from him. Uh, and then uh, some other news as well that it's not as of this point looking like uh, Brian Bulaga is expected to re-sign and be a member of the Green Bay Packers moving forward. So certainly a lot of things can happen quickly and, and some some moves that have to unfold. But I think that's a good spot to start off, isn't it, Dan? Yeah, and I mean, we did our offensive line uh, preview, and we noted then that Goody said, you know, Bulaga at the right price would love to have him back. But that's kind of a code word right there. And uh, we've seen some reporting from the Yahoo uh, reporter that said that they're they're expecting Balaga could have uh, 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 upwards of twelve million dollars uh, in his next uh, salary per year, and that's just a lot of cash to tie up to a thirty-plus-year-old right tackle with injury histories. And I I, I really appreciate everything that Brian Balaga has done for the Green Bay Packers. I do not mean that in a in a, a mean way. Uh, dude has earned every penny he's going to make, and I hope that he has a, a continued successful career. But Wags, at $12 million a season, there's no way the Green Bay Packers can afford to bring him back, and I just don't think that's the value they're looking for as they try to improve at different uh, positions across the football field. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think when we were talking about Brian, when we did our offensive line breakdown from this last season, and uh, you know when we did the... Um, first postseason uh, in review when we got uh, Goody's press conference after the season that was the big question we agreed that Brian was a guy that it makes a lot of sense to be a priority given uh, what he means to that uh, offensive line unit and protecting our franchise right. it's certainly important but if given the financials that Packers have, they have to make the decision between bringing back Brian Bulaga at a premium price or being able to upgrade an important skill position or defensive position like wide receiver or inside linebacker. The tea leaves kind of point to the game plan that I think uh, we're going to be looking at that uh, Goody's got laid out. And so hopefully uh, we can cross our fingers and the execution of said game plan comes together as well as it did last offseason. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it's it's, it's going to be a fascinating offseason, I think. Obviously, you know, we're seeing uh, 
we're seeing some of these chips fall. You mentioned Brian Bulaga uh, at the offensive line position. Uh, somebody else that's also on the offensive line, let's just stay there, I think, may as well, uh, is a, a guy who came in partway through the year uh, who I thought was just really impressive, uh, someone who didn't play the first half of the season after retiring and then comes to Green Bay, played a phenomenal game in the playoff game against Seattle, uh, Jared Valdir. Uh, he's also a free agent, and he may be uh, a bargain signing. He's 33-year-old free agent. It sounds like he does want to continue to play football. He meshed well with the what the Packers are doing. Wags at the right price. That might be a great addition, a uh, little less money, uh, not a long-term commitment, and then we are able to maybe improve different positions across the football field. Agreed, and he's a guy that you probably aren't going to sign early in the process um, because he's going to want to keep his options open, uh, kind of see how these rosters unfold. I wouldn't be surprised if Jared says, well, let's wait until after the draft and see what's yep. w- see what the rosters look like. But um, it, by all accounts, he uh, certainly should see his opportunity in Green Bay as a good one, uh, even if the Packers go young and uh, invest in some draft capital at that tackle position. Um, having a guy like Jared there as a stopgap for a year or two is not the worst uh, in, uh, position in the world to be in. Uh, in fact, uh, even just as a depth move, should he not be guaranteed to come back and start, uh, he's a guy that I wouldn't mind having back on the roster. So agreed. I, I think he's a name to circle, and, and, and we'll see what happens. There's other guys like Jared out there, but certainly the familiarity that we have having bought him in this last season, uh, you would think that the Packers have a little bit of a leg up there as well. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Uh, he he just fit in so well, right? I mean, I really liked the way he played football, and uh you know, maybe the, um, the the highest compliment we can give that guy is the fact that he comes in and Blaga, who by all accounts was having a phenomenal season, we didn't really notice <laughs> that that Valdir was playing football. That's a huge compliment to have. I thought that he had good uh, burst off the snap, uh, you know, good pass blocking skills. So again, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but a really nice football player there. Uh, and then the other offensive lineman right now, Wags, that uh, is a, a free agent, uh, although um, the, the team has exclusive rights, is uh, John Leglu. He's a, a young man that came over from the New Orleans Saints practice squad. We signed him late in the season. We signed him as a depth signing uh, right around the Christmas time uh, in uh, late December. Uh, so he's somebody that the Packers obviously liked enough to steal off of the, the uh, Saints offensive line uh, off their practice squad. So Wags, I'm guessing that they bring him back as well and give him a look and let him compete for one of those uh, backup offensive line positions uh, going into training camp. Sure. And all respect to John, but um, we're not going to spend a lot of time on every single guy on this list. Um, you didn't even mention Jason Spriggs. Did you just black out or just uh, already moved on in your it's, mind there? <laughs> I, I wish him well. Yes. Okay. <laughs> sounds like a plan. All right. So um, I think clearly if this news about Bulaga is true and that's how things unfold, that to me points to the fact that uh, as I said at the top, 
Goody is looking to upgrade uh, at other positions because if that wasn't the plan, why wouldn't you look at bringing a guy like Brian Bulaga back, even if it's on a two or three year deal um, for for some pretty good money? Uh, he's he's still someone that has value, so I don't want to overlook that um, as we move forward and start talking about uh, some of the free agents that will be available on other teams. So, Dane, let's look at some of these other positions. Jimmy Graham has already been released, as we mentioned. Um, another tight end that we have available as a free agent, unrestricted free agent, is Mercedes Lewis. He signed a one-year contract and back-to-back seasons with the Packers. Seems to really like being in Green Bay and was really um, campaigning to have an opportunity to come back again next season. So, at the salary he's been making, right around a veteran minimum, uh, you know, one point eight to two million um, with some incentives, I would not be shocked to see uh, Mercedes Lewis resigned and back in Green Bay. No, he's coming back, I think, as well. I mean, you just look at it, it's going to be a uh, uh, definitely a revamped uh, tight end position. It's kind of a youth movement. I saw some write-ups about the potential youth youth movement. Um, at the tight end position. And uh, I think that we'll probably add somebody either young in free agency or uh, or certainly in the draft if that's not the case. And uh, you want to have somebody with that veteran presence. Aaron Rodgers raved about Mercedes Lewis's leadership abilities. And when you have somebody like a Jay Sternberger who is just scratching the surface at his potential, Mercedes Lewis would be just a phenomenal addition. He's a pro's pro. You want young guys to learn how to play the game the right way. Look at Mercedes Lewis. I think he's coming back. Yeah, and another guy that I wouldn't expect to sign in the first week of free agency. Um, the Another point to remember, these guys, uh, if they're unsigned, they don't have to report to team workouts. Right. Uh, you know, when they've been around the league a little while, they're almost encouraged to wait it out a little bit, just enjoy that rest and that time off. So um, he's someone that we can look at maybe later on in the process, May, uh, early June, etc. cetera. So, um, okay, so let's uh, look at some of these other guys. And um, some of the other unrestricted free agents, Dane, is it safe to say that Geronimo Allison and um, Blake Martinez, BJ Goodson, to a lesser extent, are those guys that it's pretty safe to say the Packers have, by all accounts, given indications uh, will not be bringing back next season? Yeah, Wags, I think that you just named guys in the two position groups that we're probably going to see pretty large revamps. First, the wide receiver position, Geronimo Allison and uh, Ryan Grant, both free agents. Ryan Grant, of course, was on the active roster, didn't suit up for a game for the Packers last season. Geronimo Allison having um, by, you know, I think everybody's account a pretty disappointing uh, uh, season when he had opportunity to show. It just didn't happen. Uh, the Packers had, had worked uh, with him for a number of years, so I think they're going to move on and move into that middle linebacker position. Blake Martinez wants $10 million a year. Somebody might pay him $10 million a year. The Green Bay Packers are not I doubt it. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe, but I don't know. But free agency is wild. Even if they don't, I think the Packers have decided to move on from him to a lesser extent, uh, BJ Goodson. And I say that no disrespect to him. I actually thought he ended up having a pretty nice season for the Packers, uh, by, by the end of it. But, um, already we're seeing reports wags that, uh, Christian Kirksey from the Browns is going to be coming into green Bay for a workout. Uh, he worked out with, uh, with Pettit for a couple years when he was in Cleveland, had some nice years there. Packers are clearly looking to upgrade the middle linebacker 
linebacker position. And I think all the guys that we've just named are not going to be back in Green Bay next season. Yeah, uh, agreed. Um, so I think another couple of guys that um, probably unlikely based on what we've talked about so far uh, to come back, but um, perhaps later in the process, um, guys like Kyler Fackrell, um, Ibrahim Campbell, maybe they bring back, maybe. but, um, you know, I think they, he's a guy that I think they kind of know what they can get and they can sign him pretty much any time. Um, you know, um, even like a, a Tyler Irvin will be interesting. Um, I think he might be someone they resign, but again, I think they're going to let the draft unfold and free agency unfold, see how the roster is shaping together. And if he's someone that they want to, um, you know, bring back into camp and, and allow to compete for a position as well. Yeah, and Weggs, I'll tell you what. I think that um, with Will Redman uh, being exclusive rights-free agent, um, I think it's going to be between he, between he and Campbell, potentially. One of those guys comes back, but probably not both. I think the Packers really liked Raven Green in that uh, in that dime spot, but he's had some injury issues the last couple of years. It's always interesting to see what the Packers do uh, in the draft if, if somebody falls to them that they think fills that position role. Uh, but uh, looking at Will Redman, I just think that he offers more upside and potential on special teams as well as uh, uh, having some pretty good experience on defense this last year. A little bit more speed too. Yeah, exactly. I just I think he's probably more of the guy we're looking to bring back and and quite frankly, I would agree with that. I like Will Redman. I think he's a really good football player. Um, so uh, I'm guessing it's going to be him over Campbell. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Um, and most of these exclusive rights guys, not all of them will be offered a tender, but um, I think a good number of them um, uh, may be offered a tender uh, to return. Um, I, I mean, just kind of going through the list here, um, one name that kind of pops out a little bit is a guy like Tunyon. We've talked about him, um, so it'll be interesting to see what the Packers decide to do if they offer him a tender or not. Um and uh, then certainly no-brainers, guys like Alan Lazard, Tyler Lancaster, Shandon Sullivan, those guys are going to be back in Green Bay. They're not going to have the opportunity to sign with another team, and the Packers would be crazy to allow them to do so. Yeah, Wags, I mean, realistically, and we haven't talked about Tremont Williams uh, yet as a free agent. I was saving him. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> I, but it transitions in because I think Shandon Sullivan played such good football last year that um, he gives the Packers flexibility at that cornerback position he plays all across the defensive backfield somebody that you and I loved going into camp last year he proved it in spades um, so I don't know what happens with Tremont uh, and we'll talk about Tremont in a second but Shannon Sullivan ended up being one of the um, premier signings I thought Goody had last year he contributed week in and week out for Green Bay you're reading my mind um, because I was, what I've been thinking about for the last few weeks is, is we've been going through these positional breakdowns and we haven't gotten to that DB group yet. Uh, we'll be, um, you know, getting to them next and, and that's going to be coming shortly, but um, I couldn't agree more. I think Shannon Sullivan is a guy that when we talked to him, when he came on and we talked to him, we said, you know, and I'm certainly not taking any credit for this, but uh, you know, Tremont Williams, that's your guy that you want to, you know, go talk to and model yourself after and uh, give 
Sullivan all the credit in the world. He went out there, uh, earned a role, um, and had a terrific season. But you can kind of see that he's sort of the younger, faster, um, higher upside Tremont. And I don't know how much longer Tremont wants to keep playing for. Uh, we say this every time we love Tremont Williams. Yes. One of my all time <laughs> favorite players. Uh, this is a harsh business. Tremont Williams just isn't worth $5 million a year. Uh, that's what he was playing for last season. Um, and so I guess it just depends uh, if Goody um, with some of the intangibles, I thought he had a fine season, uh, what he, he was we were asked to do yes. out there. Um, so he can still play. The question is, is, a guy like Josh Jackson getting blocked a little bit. Um, Shannon Sullivan certainly uh, earned additional responsibilities. Um, and, and so uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if it makes sense even just to, to keep a roster spot for Tremont. But some of the intangibles that he brings is certainly a value. Um but uh, it's not going to be for $5 million a year. I think we can agree on that. Absolutely. And, I mean, I'm, now I'm getting excited to talk about the DB's wags because um, I think Tremont, it, it depends on how much he wants, right? Uh, but if he still wants to play football, um, I haven't seen any, any indication that he doesn't want to. He can still perform at a very high level. Um, but but you're right. He's not going to be your, your number one corner at this point in his career. And they're not going to ask him to be that. But if he's going to come in at a, a reasonably team-friendly deal, that also shows him respect. I think he comes back. Uh, and and the Packers, they we know full well how many DBs can get hurt in a season. We lucked out last year. But uh, you can never have enough depth at a couple of these positions, cornerback and defensive back being one of them. And I think if it works out with both sides, I'd be excited to see Tremont back in Green Bay. Yeah, uh, I certainly would have no problem with that happening. Um, I, again, it just depends on what they feel they have with the rest of that group. And I think it's still a very young position group, but in other ways, there's some guys that have some experience now, and I think they're really ready to take that next step. And so uh, Tremont's almost a luxury you don't really need, and and I'm, I'm not sure if you can afford, given the amount of flexibility they have um, and where they're going to be trying to target guys uh, at other positions across the roster. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what makes free agency so fun to watch is, I, I mean, I, I don't know what these talks look like or if the Packers have reached out yet to, to him or any of these guys. Um, yeah, but, you know, we will be seeing this very, very shortly, I think, as some of these players hit the open market. But I do think it is telling, Wags, that of all these unrestricted free agents, we haven't heard a lot of talk uh, of the Packers, you know, in communication. It, it seems like Goody's going to want the uh, the market to kind of set pace with how much these guys um, can make. And maybe then the Packers can come back and uh, and maybe match or have an opportunity to do so. With one exception, Mason Crosby, our wonderful kicker in Green Bay, got locked down again by Goody. I thought that, Wags, and I'm curious your thoughts, but I thought that was a wonderful signing to bring Mason back. One of the best bad weather kickers, uh, dollars for donuts in the league. I love Mason. It was good to see him back. I feel that security blanket now. Yeah, and certainly he was the guy that they wanted to make sure they resigned out of all of their unrestricted free agents. Not that that is mutually exclusive, but um, and, and the kicker is not going to ever be someone that's going to be one of the higher paid players in the le- on the team. Um, so um, certainly 
uh, a guy that you definitely want to keep. Uh, you don't want to get into the playoffs late in the year and have someone that's unproven and you're not sure if they're going to be able to get the job done. Yeah, so, ask the Bears or the Vikings about that the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, and nothing's ever guaranteed. I mean, uh, certainly Mason uh, is not you know, a robot. He's got to go out there and perform, but he's been doing it at a high level for a long, long time. So very, very happy to have him back for sure. Um, so Dane, you know, you made the comment that um, it's interesting that uh, the Packers haven't necessarily been in talks. I think that says a lot. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've said it a few times now, but it's, it's very telling, and when we go through this list, it, it really makes sense. All respect to these unrestricted free agents we have, the ones that we may resign are not going to be early in the process, and they probably don't want to be. And the ones that are going to be able to test the open market, I'm not sure the Packers are really interested in bringing them back at whatever price they're, they're going to command. So... Um, I I think that uh, that game plan is slowly unfolding in front of us. And um, um, and just by the fact that they brought Kirksey in, uh, that tells you a lot. It's it's the linebacker position. Uh, Goody already said that they're going to revamp the position. So I'm going to take him at his word. Uh, And I really think that Bulaga, if he's not in talks uh, with Green Bay, that really points to me that they're going to be targeting another uh, option, either as wide receiver or tight end, um, to invest some of their resources uh, and give a, another target uh, to Aaron Rodgers and uh, and this offense. No doubt about it, Wags. I mean, you look at this, you look at uh, both unrestricted and restricted and exclusive rights guys, and like outside of Balaga, I mean, if you're talking about core guys or guys that you can build a championship team with, the next guys are these younger guys, in particular, uh, Shannon Sullivan and Alan Lazard are guys that flashed this year. And it's exciting to know that we've got them under contract for all intents and purposes going into next season. We're going to be able to negotiate with them uh, and, and hopefully bring them both back. So it's it's going to be an exciting time. Another year of change, I think, in Green Bay. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I've been really impressed overall with Goody's eye for talent, not even with the big splash signings, but some of these uh, quote-unquote smaller signings that have turned out to be very good contributors to this team I think he has a unique talent for that and I'm really fascinated to watch the the free agent market and then of course the draft because folks pay attention some of these guys that maybe don't make headlines when Goody signs them maybe guys by week 10 or 15 were shouting their name as they're scoring touchdowns he's really landed some of those types of players yeah absolutely so as things stand Today, and it's Thursday, March 12th in the evening, the Packers have, they're projected to have just a little over $27 million in cap space, according to overthecap.com. So um, that, that's always fluid uh, as things move around, and they don't necessarily have 100% what those contract structures are, but um, usually, pretty typically, um, uh, a pretty accurate number. So uh, with the release of Jimmy Graham, um, we have a little bit of wiggle room, I think, to target one to two, you know, premium to mid-tier guys. Um, so uh, it will be, again, interesting to see. And uh, Dane will have a chance to go through some of the list of, of who some of those names might be that we'll be looking for. Yeah, I'm excited to do that. I mean, there's there's quite a bit of talent hitting the free agent market. Um, the Packers have proved from last season 
um, that they're going to be able to, um, you know, bring guys in that, um, that are still ascending. So I'm looking forward to watching that continue to happen. Yep, absolutely. So I think that wraps things up for today. We just wanted to get on quick and uh, give our update and, and insight on what we think is happening. Uh, things are going to be coming up pretty quickly. Of course, we never know if free agency will be delayed or what's going on. But uh, let's give a, have a little dose of some football discussion, take our minds off of some of the craziness that's happened yes. out there in the real world. Um, so I uh, am looking forward to seeing how that unfolds uh thanks so much for listening along uh, let us know what you think hit us up twitter instagram facebook um we always love hearing from you so thanks so much for listening along and al as always say it with us go, go pack go, go.